On my grave, I'm not going underneath. Uh, call it luck, I'm just getting what I reap. Uh, Should've died, <laughs> angels kept me on my feet. Uh, that's why these demons gotta kill me in my sleep. Uh, on my grave, I'm not going underneath. Uh, I never go another window without heat. Uh, gotta face it, just can't turn the other cheek. Uh, that's why these demons gotta kill me in my sleep. They know me very well. I ain't live no fairy tale. All the work that I put in, they know I ain't gonna tell. I keep it 100, cause all I know is real. I come from a line of hustlers, they only know the deal. They taught me how to move them quick and to play it slick. And to make sure that I watch out who I'm fucking with. Cause motherfuckers got the game fucked up. They telling no motherfuckers to get it. Another Monday. It is. It is. Monday, Monday, Monday. Oh my God! I don't know about you. How was your weekend? <laughs> How 
how did you guys do this weekend? <laughs> Where was you oh, at? Him? <laughs> so subtle. So subtle. Where was you at this weekend? I know where I was. <laughs> Days away. <coughs> Days away. <coughs> and he did well. He did well. He did hey, well. You know, I, real quick, just in case anybody out there don't know what I'm talking about, I'm wearing uh, my near fall gear from Tulsa, Oklahoma's National Kickoff Classic. It was a great weekend. Oh, my God. So many great wrestlers. I want to give a huge shout-out to every, not just our contender crew and, and the parent, to every person, every kid out there that busted their tails. Oh, my God. The amazing athletes that, that comes to this tournament, they were all monsters. They were all great. They were classy. They were whooping on each other. and then It was just hands down way to go awesome. I, 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 I love it i love it i mean it, it was it was great to see that level of competition it was great to see some of the doors opening from covid it was different everybody was out there together um you know it That's cool. Ga gavin he did real in my opinion you know he's just this is his second attempt to go mm -hmm. uh it's only his, he just completed his third year went two and two yeah went against last year's national champion did a fabulous job. I, I, I mean, awesome. he, he's learning, he's growing. Uh, a big shout out to Sean Schmoltz of Contenders Wrestling and all the contenders and everybody mm -hmm. that came out and all the parents that help each other to make that trip possible because That's, those trips are not cheap. They're not. And people will team cool. up. We had a couple. We had a couple kids with us. Go, go as groups. Our, we all went together. We mm -hmm. took care of each other's kids. We looked out for each other. Uh, the whole Contenders Wrestling Academy family, I love you guys. Every single one of you guys are awesome parents. You're awesome coaches. You're awesome all the way around. And all the Contender kids that competed, it was an amazing weekend. Absolutely awesome. amazing. That's so cool. I got. Yeah. To, I did watch the videos. It, it, it was it was yeah. cool. And the and the level because like local tournaments, you could yeah. tell when kids come and they they could be really like when you wrestle these guys. These are the you guys that come in that sweep top. through your whole little tournament like, well, who the hell was that? Right. All of them. There was 38 kids in Gavin's bracket. None of them from Indiana. None, I don't think there was any kids from, like, double that state. I really? could be wrong. I'm sure there might have been a couple Oklahoma or something. But it was amazing. It, it was That's a lot so of fun. Cool. And the diversity. It was a, the, the, just a... Uh, because I, I, somebody said it the other day that wrestling is like the, the Marines of sports yeah I and <laughs> i will tell you what <laughs> yeah i I, I just you see these dudes work i mean you know i know how much gavin works and these guys are working twice as much as what he does right. and you see these kids and how much work they put in and you they go out there and man it's just amazing it was Plus a great you get, to, you get to pick like who who you want to follow yeah. other schools and keep your eye on and everything like that and my so. partner in crime joker dude what's up man dude hey January is coming. I'm already putting it out there. Screw it. We're we're locking it in for the right main nationals. J January 14, 15, 16. Anyway, this is a whole nother That's show. Insane. I got really like I had yeah. to wear my gear just for that. <laughs> I could now change my clothes, go back to my usual attire. You know, he's, he's gonna go in wardrobe. <laughs> Wife change. beater and banana hammock, man. That's how oh, we usually God. roll. <laughs> I just said that joke a minute ago. I had to reuse it. Didn't yeah, you? reuse, uh, recycle, <laughs> recycle, recycle. So, yeah, no, it's been crazy busy, um, and 
and getting job offer after job offer. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Major consideration. I had to start my own because they wouldn't hire me. <laughs> like, you want how much? <laughs> Free oh, oh, you've got that. Oh, you do have that degree. Shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got to start down here. No. No. Seriously. No. <laughs> so anyway, uh, got an exciting show today. Uh, yes. Seriously, we got a, a marketing guru. Hopefully that's guru. not this over the top description uh, coming in with uh, a lot of experience that can work with your business. Any entrepreneurs out there that's wanting to find some tricks or questions that you can come in on. Well, Steph- and it even applies towards uh, a lot of our viewers that are in the music industry. Yes. That is also it's, I mean, because it's a business. It is. No, no, no Absolutely. matter what part of it, mm-hmm. if you're going at it the right way, it's a business. Absolutely. And you need marketing. Yes. A huge amount of marketing. And I think that this this program is is really what it is. It's you, gonna, you I can, mean, we're going to be, you can, you're going to see TED Talk and then Monday Love with this episode. That's hey. <laughs> 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 so anyway, without further ado, let's say hello to our Talented marketing guru, <laughs> Josh Feedy. Hey, hey. hey guys, thanks for having me in. Marketing guru. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Hey, hey, you know. I don't know. I'm not it, owning that today, but that's it, fine. That's you fine. Know, we can start works. with that. We'll start with that, and then we can like you know do some work with it. Yeah. Throw Listen, out a couple of illustrators. <laughs> illustrations. Here's, here's what I'm going to throw out there. I mean, I know I, I've I've seen your episodes, right? I've been connected to Miranda now for for a minute, and right. I've and I've seen some of your episodes and. When Miranda threw this at me, the first thought it was like, no, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not the right guy for this. There's no way I'm not the right guy for this. Your audience is going to hate me. And and then Miranda said, but hold up a minute. And what I want anyone listening right now going, wait a minute, this guy's not a professional musician. This isn't my jam. This isn't what I want to hear. I promise you, I promise you, if you bear with us a little bit here, we're going to talk about things that are going to, without question, change the way you think about the way that you market yourself, that you brand yourself personally, that you try to increase your exposure. Yes. There's going to be a lot of, listen, I'll just go real, real back. Okay. So we got some talking points here. I used to be a musician. I'm a recovering musician. There that's we go. what I said. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. And that's why Miranda was reaching out to me. Because Miranda actually reached out to me through Guitar Center. (laughs) And I responded to Miranda and I said, Miranda, I said, if you're going to if you're going to come at me with a solicitation, (laughs) let me show you how it's supposed to be done. And I showed her the software that I built and she went, whoa, 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 hold up. Right. What is this? I got to show this to the people at Guitar Center. So. So that's why Miranda came after me because I used to buy a lot of gear at Guitar Center from my music days. Um, but now I buy a lot of gear from Guitar Center for my business days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I see a guitar back there. There's it, always guitars. It, Man, I, <laughs> I was going to say, either anything. that's really well placement or... Right, right. No. <laughs> it's all, that guitar is always tuned and ready to go, right? Nice. That's the guitar that comes in when I've had a couple too many drinks at the end of the workday. Hey. The employees have finally left. And I got to play some Purple Rain or something. You know what I'm saying? There so it's it's just the way it works. But that's why Miranda reached out to me. My background yes. is in music. And, you know, when I was a musician, I loved it. I did that for 15 years of my life. It was a big part of my life. I had my own recording studio. I was writing songs. I was working with local artists here in Minnesota. Um, I was a studio musician. So okay. I played 
every instrument you could imagine, including tuba. And they'd call me up and they'd say, hey, we need someone to come in. We need you to lay down just a little bit of acoustic on this track, play a little piano on this one. Hey, can you bring that that silly big horn thing you got? I'm like, yeah, I'll bring it. <laughs> tell me there's you know? tell me there is a a recording with you playing tube on it. I mean, there's plenty there, of recordings. Oh, I mean, like I, in an actual mix, like mix no, mastered. Oh, come there's, on. There's nothing oh. there's nothing I know of in the world with me playing tube, but there's plenty so of times I was if in anybody the out there it. knows Josh. Yeah, Make sure yeah. to dig around in your gallery. Find the tuba find that's it. mixed with Metallica or whatever. Find the tuba <laughs> and you're good to go. Yeah, but that's, you know, that, when I was is playing... Is that Inner Sandman? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, right? Why not? Why not? Yeah, but I'm telling you, when I was when I was playing music, it was the highlight of my life, but I it came to a point in my life where maybe some of your listeners are at that point as well, where I had to just sit back and say, you know what? The things that I dream of having in this world, I'm not going to get there with music. I'm just not. Music can always be an important part of my life. I don't do anything without music in my life. There's a TV screen playing music in the background right now. There's a guitar in my office. Yeah. There's guitars thought, in my home. I thought that I'm was always like reruns of Three's Company or something. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, Come and it knock is. on my door. It's Three's oh. Company. I really love that Come and Knock on My Door song. It's a really good tune. That's awesome. Right? That's awesome. But at the end of the day, I had to move on. Um, yeah. I think what we're all, what, what we all want is we all want to do something big out of this world, mm -hmm. right? We all want to be able to live comfortably. We all want to be able to help the people we love financially. And I think that a lot of people getting into music, they think that's going to be my conduit to that. That's yeah. going to be how I get the Lamborghini. That's going to be how I buy my mom her house. And for some people that is, but it's a small percentage. The rest Absolutely. of us, we got to go back to work. <laughs> and, you know, if right. we go back to work, what are we going to do? And how are we going to be fulfilled in our life? And how are we going to find meaning in what mm -hmm. we do? And I'm telling you, the things I learned in the music industry, I apply every day that, to my like business I life. That. Absolutely. I could, I, could I mean, see that. look at the microphone, right? Exactly. I mean, I know. <laughs> So that's a good microphone, by the way. This is a great microphone. <laughs> I bought my from my guitar center rep. That's where I bought yeah. my my 7MB. Yeah, there you go. There yeah, you go. It, it happened. It yes. happened. Yeah. Um, it tickled my so, fancy. So, <laughs> and he was so excited. Oh, you don't like, even know. I was like, ooh. Uh huh. As soon as it got there, he was like, we got to hold like on. like Marty from fucking yeah. <laughs> Big Mouth. He, oh, my God. He's, he's the tech guy. Mm. So yeah. when, it, when it came to that. I love that microphone. Yeah. Listen, when Michael Jackson recorded uh, Thriller, uh -huh. what was the microphone he was using? The 7MB. Mm. Hell, yeah. What Queen, was, microphone ever. what Queen was using back in the day, the 7MB. It's yeah. right here. amazing. That's why it's called it a is. legendary it vocal. Is. Every great vocal you've ever heard in your life, including me right now, has come through in SM7B. And that's and, and just to, a fact. And to fit yes. in the Monday Love, Jelly Roll records with a 7MB. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Just saying, at least on some of the stuff I've seen him record on. Yes, I've, yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. he, takes, he takes the filter off. Uh -huh. Ooh. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> he likes yeah. the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The pop filter. Hmm. Yes. So, um, going back, uh, you're you're in the business world, so you don't really have social media. So, if they if they want to contact you, is LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn's a social media. I mean, it it, it's, for, it's, for LinkedIn business. is social media, for and businesses. you know, and it's 
Mm-hmm. And here's what I talked to Miranda about too, when we were talking about potentially coming on was I know when I was in music that every musician I worked with had a day job. And a lot of those people's day jobs were in sales. Yes. I don't know why, but you know, well, all of us hooligans already, get into sales. You're already naturally selling yourself. So the that's transition right. is just. Also, yeah. that's why I sell banana hammocks on the side. You're not right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. Do you know how they sell? It's like hotcakes. <laughs> So, I'm, I'm going to have to find this website. I'm telling you, I, I will send yeah. it to you. It's yeah. amazing. I, they, yeah. they even fans. paid me to model them. It's, it's, yeah. it's they wow. sell crazy. Wow. I, that's, wow. that's why I have 5 million followers on OnlyFans. It's just me I, modeling oh, banana hammocks. I was almost in for a minute there, but, <laughs> I, but I'm, I'm telling you for nine ninety nine, you will be. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. No, but, so, so, sorry. Uh, so it's, it, you, you are, Labeled as a, a buyer enable, enabler. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what we call what we do, right? We call the software a buy, buyer enablement software. And so if anyone listening, let's nerd out a little, and I promise we'll get back to how this applies to your music life. I promise. But let's, let's nerd it. out a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So if you work uh, your day job in any sort of customer-facing role, you're mm-hmm. in sales, you're in customer success, you're in onboarding and training, any sort of customer facing and interacting role, you're like, your, your employer is likely licensing a software uh, for sales enablement. Okay. There's okay. over 8,000 tools in the marketplace for sales enablement. And these are softwares like your company's CRM, where you keep yeah. all of your company's information and conversations with anyone. Mm-hmm. These are tools like Gong, where they're literally recording every phone call you have with a customer and giving you AI intelligence to tell you to shut up because you're talking too much. Right. Or to ask a specific question because they just asked you another question. I could have sold those, my ex-wife. They would have told her to shut up. I'm, I'm telling you right <laughs> now, a lot, stop it, stop a lot of men, a lot of men could use Gong in their relationship <laughs> calls. Dude, no it's about joke. time. Hold yeah. on. Shut the yeah. Fuck. yeah. Just <laughs> stop talking. Tell her she's right and move on. Go to the jeweler before you go home. That's all go. it needs to tell you. Right. I, but I, I like the way he thinks. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of tools. We all use a lot of tools on average. Um, businesses license about nine tools for every representative to be using in their day to day jobs. I can okay? see that. Okay. There's a lot of them. But the problem that I was finding personally was that these softwares help companies be more effective internally. Companies have a lot of internal issues. They don't know where the materials are they need to share. They don't know what the conversation was. They don't know when they should involve the customer support team. Like there's all these internal issues they're constantly trying to solve. It's me, 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 me. Back to relationships. If you're all thinking about me, 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 me all day, guess what's going to happen? The other half is going to say, screw you, dude, I'm out of here. This is ridiculous. All you care about are your objectives and what you want to do. And you're not thinking about me at all. That's what buyer enablement is. Mm -hmm. Buyer enablement is saying, okay, I get it. It's important for me to be responsive. It's important that I give you the things you need to, so you can feel educated so that you can move forward, feeling confident in your decision to work with me. You're going to have questions. I need to respond quickly. Right. Right. But the tool is focused on making sure that instead of your life being easy, your customer's life is easy so that they have everything that they need from you and your organization. They can easily share it with their review team because that's the other part. And this applies to anything you're ever selling. 
there's never one person involved in a decision process. Never, ever, ever. Um, and in the business world, the average is nine. There's usually seven to nine individuals reviewing every deal before they move forward. Right. But the problem is you're usually only talking to one or two of those people. And those one or two people are bringing the information you have been sharing to additional people. Mm -hmm. If you're not equipping them to properly communicate what you've been talking about, then when they walk in the room and they go, yeah, we, we should work with Josh over at sales reach. And they go, well, why? Right. They're going to fumble yes. and they're going to not present well. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say, no, let's stick with the devil. We know we don't need to, we don't need a new solution right now. Right. right? But if you equip them, and that's why we built our software this way, because they just share a simple web page with everything. And they say, well, here's everything Josh has ever sent me. Here's yep. the whole conversation we've had. Here's a personal video from him introducing himself to you. You should watch that. And that's it. It's just that simple. And, and it's uh, the, the, way, the way that you sent it to me, had you have not held up that sign, like it was already the muted. sign. Yes, he, he, he responded back, I called him. And he responded back through LinkedIn. And he's like, I didn't know that this was actually a job. <laughs> and <laughs> it was in video form. And had I not been looking at it, I, I would have missed it. But he held up the sign because everything's silent. And I was like, what just happened? <laughs> I do that with every call. I'll yeah. put somebody's name on a sign. See? Okay. This is... This right here, this $1 whiteboard that I bought with some markers is the most valuable thing I own. And I own thousands of dollars of equipment that are staring at me right now. This is the most valuable thing I own. Yes. Because if I record a personal video to somebody and I write their name on this stupid little sign, you know what this is? This is a classroom sign. It has a handle on it so kids can hold up answers to the math questions in a classroom. That's that what is this so is. Smart. You can order these on Amazon. You can get like 80 of them for like $5. It's ridiculous, right? So, so you put someone's name on this board and you record a personal video and you just say, hey, Miranda, I want you to dive down this page. I've attached some materials for you to review on here. This will answer the questions that came up in our last meeting, dot, dot, dot. Here's a link to my calendar when you're ready to reconvene or invite other people to the conversation. Everything's always there. It's so simple, but what it is, uh, here's, the, here's the reality. People don't want to talk to salespeople. They don't. Exactly. Exactly. They don't. And any musicians listening, they don't yes. want to talk to anyone selling anything. People don't want to talk to anyone selling anything. It doesn't matter what you're selling. They don't want to hear it. Exactly. And so if you can deliver things in a way where they don't feel like they're being attacked, and they yeah. have the ability to review at their leisure mm -hmm. and to understand why they should re-engage before they're forced to re-engage. Let them re-engage when they're ready. If you equip them to do those things, that's what buyer enablement is, right? If you do that, that right, awesome. you win. Yeah, and you've you've done it right. Like, and you've built it from scratch. You got yeah. you got like Bisquick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's shake and bake. That's a damn biscuit right there. Uh -huh. Um <laughs> That you, how long did it take you guys to like build the plat? I mean, it's probably always ever evolving, but how long yeah. did it take to get that beta up and going? Yeah, the first. So here's, I want to take a real quick step back. Here's something that I'm really passionate about that I really do want anyone listening to this to take to heart because this is important for a musician. 
having a growth mindset is the most important thing you can develop in your life. Uh, what a growth mindset is, is it's you setting aside your ego and your belief that you already know what's right and your belief that you don't need to learn something else and allowing yourself to learn new things. I have not always had a growth mindset. When I was a musician specifically, I was insanely cocky, insanely cocky. No one could tell me anything that I didn't already know, right? It wasn't until I got into the business world that people started to talk to me about the importance of having advisors. And God, I wish I would have had someone tell me that when I was in music. I wish somebody when I was in music would have said, dude, you need some mentors. You need to network with other bands. You need to network with other musicians outside of your territory, outside yes. of your city, outside of the bands you've been in, outside of the friends of your friends. Yes. You need to find some people that are willing to tell you some stuff and really listen to the stuff that you're doing and really criticize it because they don't care. They don't mm -hmm. care. They're not going to sugarcoat this. You're nobody to them. Right. I didn't know that when I was in music. And if I were to get back into music today, that's the first thing I would do is assemble my group of advisors because that's what I do now in business. I don't make a decision without a group of advisors. Right. I ask all my advisors and some of my advisors are customers. And some are investors in my business and some are friends, but the kinds of friends that'll be honest with me about you, things. Tell you the truth. Yeah, that's right. Have advisors around you. Having a growth mindset is everything. But here's the deal. Because I had a growth mindset when I got into business, I was working for a marketing agency and the economy crashed. This was the last economy crash, not the one we're currently experiencing. <laughs> this was the, the last one. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was in business development and I was, you know, I'm going out trying to find new work. I was in a marketing agency, so we're selling creative services and I was selling on a portfolio of work that we had done in our past. Okay. Uh, but the problem is we had laid off all those people that did that work. That's Oops. what happens in a recession, right? right? right. So, <laughs> so yeah. I would go land this work with these customers and then I'd go back to the office and go, well, I just landed this job and they need us to get started on a website tomorrow but we don't have any web designers or developers right now. And the owner of the company at the time said, okay, cool. Um, can you find talent too? And I'm like, oh God, really? Is this my job? <laughs> so I did this for a minute, but what really happened for me is I said, you know what, forget this. I'm starting my own company because if, if this is the way business is going to be handled today in this strange economy we're in, if we're going to be hiring contractors and freelancers and just hodgepodging together things, I at least want to be transparent about it. So my first business was called The Adholics. And I did that because I like to drink and I thought it would be clever to have a nine-step program on my website. So we called it The Adholics. Nice. Um, but the nine step- I like it, I like it. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun yeah. for a minute. But you know, the nine steps were how to be better at marketing. We had web dev rehab. That was fun. That was a cool <laughs> part of our business. Um, but regardless, <laughs> while, I was, while I owned my own agency, I hated my sales process. And I had read an article that said- in 10 years, even salespeople are going to need to know basic HTML. And I took a ton of offense to that because I was like, the way that's written, it makes me feel like you think I'm some Neanderthal that can't learn how to code a website just because right. I'm a salesperson. I right. took serious offense to that. So what did I do? I taught myself how to code. <laughs> and then when I decided I hated my sales process, I built the original version of my existing business 15 years ago myself. Wow. And okay. I used it myself for my own business. And then life changes and I went back to work for other people. And 
there, there was no appetite for what I was doing with that product. So it just went to bed. Fast forward 15 years, the world has completely changed. Absolutely. And salespeople need to think like marketers and doing crazy things like I used to do started feeling like a huge gap in the market. It started feeling like maybe people will actually want to do this. So I flew out to Boston. That's the first thing I did. And I met with the director of sales of a big company called HubSpot. And I said, Uh, here's my idea. This is what I want to build. Tell me right now that this is stupid. Tell me right now that you're already building it or tell me I'm a genius and I'm going to go to town and nothing's going to stop me. And he said, this is great. We're not building this. You should build this. Our community will love this. Go. I got on a plane. I started calling investors on my way home. I had never raised money. I started calling every person I knew with money, Mm -hmm. right? Because I needed to build this thing. Right. So fast forward, I raised some money. I brought on a team and I had the MVP of what this should be from 15 years ago. And I said, do this, but do it right. Do it in a scalable way. Do it in a way that we can bring this to enterprise teams. Do this in a way where we can have companies all over the world using this with sales teams up to thousands using this thing. This is what the world needs right now. It took us about a year and a half to answer your question. That was a long answer. It took us about a year and a half (laughs) to build the the platform. And we've been refining it for the last five years that we've been doing this. Wow. That is awesome. That's really awesome. That is awesome. Was that the longest answer to a question you've ever had? On this uh, <laughs> you would be surprised. As, yeah, you'd be surprised. It's really uh, it was a good laid down explanation, though. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I'm not kidding, though. I want everyone to understand the value in advisors and mentorship. And mm-hmm. I don't see it a lot in the music industry. And I know a lot of your listeners are in the music industry. I think that they think they have mentors and advisors. I think that they're confused, though, because a lot of them are very close friends. I think a lot I, I of them fully have agree. close friends. I think they're close yeah. friends. They're and not yes, really, man. and they're and they're on a level, not a higher level. So there's not the yeah. goal orientation. They're they're content you at just the level it. where they're. You where just they're said at. it. One of my advisors said exactly that. He said, "Josh, you need to stop talking to these people that want to talk to you." You need to start talking to the people that you want to talk to, Amen. right? Yes. And that was one of the biggest changes that I ever had. And this, again, does not matter what you're doing, whatever you're focused on in your life, talk to the people that have made it happen in whatever you want to do. Yes. And I, and I think the other thing that's important here is <laughs> this is business and this is, this is music as well this is almost more in music. And I think that's why I'm so in tune with it in the business world. Everybody wants to do something big in their life, Mm -hmm. but how many of you know people that are willing to put their livelihood and their ego and their family on the line to do something big? Not many people, right? Not many people. And so what's important is um, if you are going to put, everything on the line to do what you believe you need to do to support your family, to create the life that you want. What you're going to need is people behind you. Mm -hmm. And this is so applicable in the music world. Fierce advocates. That's the term I use a lot in business, fierce advocates, but this applies to music, right? These are your fans. 
These are your groupies, these, but that's they, a dismissive term. Yes, those, yeah. those are your loyal fans. <laughs> these are your loyal fans. Solid because not these only are will the they people. market you, they'll give you reach-arounds. Well, that's exa- sometimes. If it's, Sorry, I've been holding know, back, man. You've been saying too many good things. Yeah, if it's in the business world, hopefully not. But I, you know, I've seen this now in the music world, though. Yeah, and business world. When you have fierce advocates, when you have people that literally they're sitting in a coffee shop and somebody says, "Hey, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z," and they go, "Oh, dude, don't you don't need to worry. This is who you call. This is the dude." This is the platform. This is the musician. This is whoever. You need to build your group of people that always say, this is the X and you're the X, right? Mm-hmm. And to do that, it's really people wanting to be a part of your world. Because yes. like I said before, everyone wants to do something big, but not everybody has the appetite to try to do something big. But the next best thing is to be part of something big via someone else somehow, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Right? This is why groupies exist. That's what it is. It's, I can't write that song. I can't perform on stage for millions of people. I really want to, but I'll just hang out with the drummer. I know the drummer, right? (laughs) (laughs) But we need these people. We we need these people in music. We need these people in life. And so what you need to focus on is bringing them into your life. And the thing that I see in the business world right now that I think was stolen from the music industry, honestly, is CEOs like myself, but much bigger CEOs of bigger companies that are very vocal on social channels like LinkedIn. That's Those mm-hmm. are our social channels. Yeah, But we are 100% available on LinkedIn. I mean, it's amazing that you can reach out to somebody at certain levels on LinkedIn and actually get a response and actually Absolutely. get a conversation if you do it right. And if you're willing to do that, um, you're going to learn a lot, number one. But the reason the person is responding is because they know they're smart. They know that if they take time with you and they make you feel special, Mm -hmm. they make you understand what they do and you become friends and you, whatever, it's going to help advocate for what they do and it's going to help their business grow. And that's really how businesses grow is through word of mouth. Yes. So the, the, the best form of advertising. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to shut up and let you ask me your next question. I'm going <laughs> to do that for you. You are totally, because this is, this is, you know, very intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, being able to have, what I seen was um, a musician and the way that he was getting people to follow his page was uh, he would record a message in Messenger mm-hmm. and send it over. So when I seen that he had this, I was mm-hmm. like, that's, that goes right hand in hand. It really so, does. So how, how does your program, uh, you, you've got, you've thrown a lot of ideas out there and, and it sounds great. How does yeah. your program work with this diverse population of different types of businesses? How does that yeah. work? Yeah. So at its core, it's simplicity. Okay. We built a platform that when I sat down with my development team and my UX design team, I said, here's the deal. If my son, who was 10 at the time, cannot build a page, a web page using our software, when you're done, you failed. We're blowing it up and we're starting from scratch. That's it. Simplicity is key. In sales specifically, 
sales professionals have never been tasked with building a web page in their life. It's not part of their right. prerequisite. It's mm -hmm. not on the job description, not right? And speed wins. Um, the stat is that if you do not respond to an inquiry in five minutes, you lose the deal. 90% you're going to lose the deal Wow! in five minutes. Mm -hmm. That's how little attention span we have. Miranda, if I reach out to you tomorrow and I say, I need, I blew my Yamaha, uh, HB, I think it's HB eight studio monitor in my home studio. And I need a new one. Do you have any deals on it? If you don't answer me in five minutes, guess what I'm doing? Going calling next, another company. <laughs> Sweetwater. <laughs> yep. Sweetwater yeah, guitar Sweetwater. center failed me again. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right. Because right. I don't wait for anything in my personal life. And I definitely don't wait for anything in my business life, because here's the thing in my personal life, most of my purchases are under $500 a piece. Most, I mean, most of our purchases in a mm -hmm. personal life are under $500. Statistically, yes. we buy a car and a house, but everything else is groceries and cigars and shit we don't need, right? right. Um, the occasional liquor store run, right? Yep. But in business, when we're making purchasing decisions here, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. And guess what? You're not special. Everybody else has built what you've already built as well for the most case, right? Most companies have competitors. Yes. And if I reach out to a company in the B2B space and I say, I want this, I need to talk to somebody because I want this and somebody doesn't respond to me, too bad. I've already moved on to five other people that did respond to me. Right. Right. So it's real yeah. important. Yeah. So um, the, the whole idea sparked like even you said 15 years ago, ballparkish, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. people, a lot of people didn't even still have computers in their home. Right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Just being honest, yeah. you know, going back to yeah. tandy days. <laughs> wow. We're going way back here. Uh, yeah. Commodore 64. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So the, you were in, the business world long before you were in the music world, right? Nope. So I was in the music world first. Did you I'm, I'm, I just turned 41. I'm an old, I'm an old guy. I'm getting up there. Um, I know for really, you're just 41. Yeah. I'm, I'm 41. I just turned 41. God. I know. <laughs> your grandpa. Oh, well, you're old. Your grandpa. I know. I know. It's getting there, right? I know. No, but I, I did music. <laughs> I'm 44, um, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Damn it. Uh, I got into marketing because of music. So I was in a band with uh, my bassist in my band. His father owned a marketing agency oh. and I was selling cars and I was working as a telemarketer in my day job. Like I said, a lot of sales or a lot of musicians <laughs> are salespeople in their day jobs, right? Yes. We still have to pay the bills. And one day his father came to me and said, we need a sales guy. And I, I heard, you know how to sell. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, I can sell anything. What do you need? He goes, well, we own a marketing agency. Can you sell creative services? I said, I don't know. I'm sure I can. Let's figure it out. Right. I was mm -hmm. cocky. Let's figure it out. Turns out um, as a musician, selling creative services was a perfect fit. Um, selling creative services is actually very challenging. And the reason it's challenging is because to sell creative services, you have to be creative. And mm -hmm. guess who is creative? Musicians. Musicians. Mm -hmm. And so... If there's any musicians listening, wondering, wow, I've always thought about getting into marketing, maybe dabble in sales for a little bit. And what you'll actually find 
is that sales, number one, it's not the dirty word it used to be. It isn't. Uh, um, right. There the are dirty little word called sale. It, it mm. used to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if you've ever seen the YouTube video about the sales badger, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> right? So anyone that doesn't know, look up sales badger. It's horrible. And that, that is the persona. But the, the beauty here is that sales has changed so much, especially because of COVID. It really has. Yes. And sales professionals that excel today think like marketers. And so getting into sales today and learning how to use social media, to brand yourself personally, to build a captive audience, to storytell, yes. right? Those are table stakes for successful salespeople today. That's not too far away from what marketing is doing. Sales is a great entry point into marketing, but specifically look at creative services firms, look at marketing agencies. Yes. Uh, because if you're already a creative individual, your brain is ticking. You know, one of my favorite people in the world was Robin Williams. Okay. That man, amen, absolutely, was genius. That, that was one yes, of, he was. He was genius. That man could riff for hours and always leave you rolling and mm -hmm. always keep you thinking. And he was always ten steps ahead of you. His brain was clicking in ways that most people's brains don't. Correct. But yeah. that's the way creative people work. Creative people don't ever see something in a two-dimensional way. We never look at something and just go, okay, that's this. No, we look at things and we see the opportunities. We see the possibilities. And to be good in sales, you have to know how to ask a lot of questions. You have yes. to have very high level of empathy. You need to have the ability to get inside of somebody and understand what is their world, yeah. right? I'm, I've been living in my world all day but what is it like living in their world so I can help them craft a strategy that's actually gonna work for them? And these are things that people that work in creative fields excel at. And I think that they just don't realize that they can apply those skills in the business community, right? But right. they really can. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to absolutely agree. Like Joe does all of our graphics and our website and everything. So <laughs> he'll be like, well, what do you think about this? And I'm like, that's really cool. And then he'll be like, well, what do you think about this? And I'm like, that's the same. Right. And so, <laughs> so I get it. I've, I've watched his creative process and I don't, while I don't like truly understand it, it is definitely a, a different way of thinking. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to. Especially nowadays. Cause, because it, you're, you're not good marketing is good networking. So it all goes right hand in hand and together. Look so. at storytelling though. Mm -hmm. Storytelling specifically is the number one skill that I think everybody needs to be focusing on. And I think your listeners need to be thinking about this, right? And they might be sitting here going, well, but we write songs. We're storytellers all day long. <laughs> That's not the kind of storytelling I'm talking about because Nobody hears that story until you've told the story that makes them feel like they should hear that story, right? right? Right. Storytelling is an incredibly important thing. And using all the digital channels that are out there, you only have to use the ones where your audience is. If your audience is on TikTok, you better be on TikTok. Yeah. If your audience is on Facebook, you better be on Facebook. My audience isn't on either of those. I'm on LinkedIn. Right. Be on the channels that your audience is on and bring them the value that they need. But you got to tell the stories because it goes right back to the advocates. 
Yes. They want to be a part of your life. They want to understand the things that caused you to write this line. Yes. And if they feel like they understand that, then they feel, then they have a better story to tell their friends. Well, you should listen to X, Y, Z. Why should I listen? Why should I listen to him or her? Well, dude, there's this yep. one song where the chorus is this, and this is about this thing that went through their life. And it was, oh my God, the story is incredible. And then when I hear the song, I just, it just kills me because it relates to me in so many ways, right? Yep. This doesn't happen unless you're a storyteller. And you see this in the music business right now. There's so many great storytellers out there. There's so many of them, there are. right? Garth there. Brooks was probably the best storyteller that I've seen in my lifetime. That I don't did, know that, how you feel about him. didn't write his own music. He never wrote his own music. But, but he was great he at presenting it. He was great at presenting it, though. Yes. That's the thing about him, is when he got up and sang the dance, mm -hmm. everybody's eyes teared up because everybody knew the story behind this song, right? Yes. Everybody could relate. There can be pulled Everyone into can it. To that. Yeah. Well, that's just like Jelly Roll right now. Save me. Yeah, and and he's like he performed at the Opry, and I think he has now found a producer. Really? Ooh. He uh, his there last album was produced. What are you talking about? I'm a little confused. Different producer. Really? Mm -hmm. uh, I I think he should be sticking with the Dead Man Walking crew. I think uh, I think who, whoever just recorded this last thing, they produced it extremely well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I would be interested to see who they'd get because I think that by far this is these tracks were better than anything. Absolutely. Seriously, if it's the same crew, I mean, to me, right. it sounds like the same recording. It sounds like, um, I mean, when you you start working with audio and engineering, and you can hear. Like when different producers and different people well, use different tricks, they ha they have yeah. their own tricks on how they frequent put the frequencies on the mics and this and this. And I yeah. really feel like this last little drop of jelly was really really good. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if he's gotten somebody better than that, I mean, I want to hear it. I want right. to see what it's about. Right. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see what it's about. Yeah. This so, is this is exactly what I was talking about though with setting your ego aside because you're a hundred percent right. Engineers, producers. They are, there's too many artists out there that don't credit their producer and, 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 and they don't. the way that they should. And there's been a lot of producers that have been the reason that anyone Absolutely. gives two shits about the music that's coming out. Yeah, because so. you, you don't get to hear what's behind scenes or what, you know, somebody else, again, back to, you know, you go to your advisors, well, that is... Yeah. What a, and, a and, good producer. And, and, and here, and that's yeah. kind of, I, I want to see your outlook on this because I look at it a certain way. With, with the, the, the way technology is, the mm -hmm. way it works, how so many options and endless opportunities. Mm -hmm. But it's also opened the door for oversaturation mm -hmm. of material. Mm hmm. I mean, I, yes. I, by far, do I never credit a, a group that's coming out, you know, yeah, things might not sound great. Everybody's at a certain level. I'm not saying it like that. But anybody can say they're a recording artist with a phone, a little Zoom H4, whatever, and put their stuff out and put out tons of, you know, without it being quality. Right. Yep. Um, it's a big problem. I, I really feel like it really hurts 
all the genres. I don't think it's just, you know, Great. this show kind of focuses a lot with the country rap, hip hop industry a lot, but we have artists from all different genres and it seems to be a plague that's on all of them. Cause you have artists that, oh, man, you guys are great. But when you have to listen to 40 artists, that's like, eh, oh, okay. To get yeah. Through. To get to that, you know, because of the different algorithms and the different, mm-hmm. how it's laid out. And, and again, it goes into how they market themselves. Yeah. I, I mean, so that's a huge, you know, the presentation value, how you yeah. present it to where it's like, oh shit, that's great, man. I've been wanting to hear that. But, but sometimes I feel like it's hard to follow the trends and the and the the steps that they say to do to get there because hey, this YouTube video said if you do this, this, and this, well, a hundred thousand people just watch that. So they go through and go step, 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 step. Well, yeah. you know, you're not not everybody's gonna get on that front page of Google because you know what? Three hundred thousand people now has followed that step. And it's going to take you 30 pages to get close to that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just yeah. in reality. I mean, you know, yeah. I, just I, I feel like it, it's a really like the SEO side of things, you know, search engine optimization for our thing. You know, that is a very scary little area because it is. Yeah. It, I, I feel like even a very well-rounded experience SEO engineer marketer however the I feel like even with the extreme experience you're not going to be able to get the same outcome for every person no matter what no. you do no. and I feel like that is a very scary gray area to play ball in yeah I, I mean for the business I mean because you see it like you know I get the uh, you know being you know I own I run a creative agency and we're pretty new. You know, I'm very into everything you're, you've got going on here and talking about. Mm-hmm. But I get a thousand emails in a week talking about, hey, we're the greatest SEO company. Hey, we're going to do this. Yeah. Hey, we're going to do this. And it's the same oversaturation of all this. Shit. Well, which one do I want to work with? <laughs> you know, I, I want to work with somebody that's going to work together. But I don't know. It just feels like there's just so much. There's so much and so many people. I'm going to sell you the best product. I'm going to sell you this. This is, that's a lot. Well, yeah, who's but right, who's at the wrong? end of the day, you're, it, this is my point exactly, because <laughs> at the end of the day, you're not going to respond to any of those emails. If you, this buyers today make their own decisions and do their own research, mm-hmm. and they decide when they're ready for something. Yes. And yeah. when somebody decides that they're ready for SEO, in their business, if that's what we're talking about right but now. But yeah, right? I mean, I mean, it, it's kind of, I kind of bounced, bounced around there for a minute. I think it kind of went two different yeah. directions and where I wanted. But no, yeah. I just, who's, who's right in that field? Who do you go right. with? Who do you invest your money with to get a, I don't know what kind of outcome? You yeah. know, I mean, it's, I mean, because I've, I've done a lot of research. I've, I, I've really hardcore taken uh, some classes that I'm aiming to do more with. Yep. It's a, it's a, it's, it's not a close, like, oh, you don't go to turn to page four and this is what you do. It's not building a, a Photoshop template. It's not following these steps for your motion graphic to go, you know, it's a very gray and it's scarier. And for me, that's, that's a, that's a hard place. Cause I like, I'm really hardcore. Like my graphics, I want this, this, and this, it looks like shit. I will, I will trash it, redo it. I, I, I like having a set answer. I want this outcome. I want this. Yep. How do we get there? So, yep. I mean, and that's, this is just coming as, as 
how you're presenting and, and, and things. I, I, I feel like this is uh, what other entrepreneurs and other businesses look at. I have XYZ funds to budget into this. Yep. How, where do I invest it in the right way? Because, oh, I just picked the wrong guy. Not only are we not on the top page, nobody's even seeing our shit. And now what little budget I had left, it's gone. Yep. Well, that's the cool yep. thing with um, sales reach. There's a free option. Yeah, there is a free <laughs> there is a free option. So any listeners can just sign up for free. Yeah. But I mean, specifically, you're describing the problem. The problem is there's uh, so many businesses are, are commodities these days. There's yeah. mm-hmm. everybody's doing everything. Nobody's original anymore. Um, and you're getting inundated with all this spammy stuff that is not applicable to you. And even if it is, even if you are looking for those solutions, they're approaching you in the wrong way. Yes. Um, yeah. And you're not going to respond to that. And when you are ready to make a purchasing decision, when you are ready for whatever it is in your life, um, but especially in the B2B space, the first thing you're probably going to do is reach out to a friend and ask them their opinion. Mm-hmm. And guess what your friend's going to say? Here's who you call. And that's who you're going to call. And those other hundred solicitations you got aren't going to matter. Exactly. It's the same thing that happens when you want to buy a car. You want to buy a car? You should call me because guess what? I love cars. I know a lot <laughs> about cars. And I'm going to ask you a couple quick questions. I'm going to tell you exactly what car to go buy. I have no skin in this game. I don't care. I just like talking about cars, right? right? I can be your car friend in your life, I like right? It. I like you, dude. We, we, we got some yeah. shit in common. <laughs> yeah. People need those people, though. And I just want to see your facial expression. Yeah. Spider-Man, No Way Home, final trailer. What? 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 <laughs> completely. No, 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 no. It's a the, completely off. I, I already, man, it, it, I, I am aiming in the dark right now, but I think you're, I, I just want to, yes. See, it's right there. No, it, it's, I'm not a, I'm not a Spider-Man no, fan. I'm sorry. Up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang it. I should have took the bet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be honest ah, with you. I'm, I've I'm been trying to geek out. I was like, oh, hell, he is definitely Marvel. He's no, definitely on it. I'm, I'm sorry. I struck I, out. I have ah. I have a I have a Tintin comic book collection over on the shelf over here, but that's about. <laughs> I'm as not even. I, I'm not even. It was. Funny. I'm not even yeah. hardcore. That, that was so random. Yeah. But I was going. Yeah. I was like. I wanted to get the facial feature because everybody that's hardcore was like, "Oh my god." Oh my god! <laughs> I have oh, not seen I it. Walk. Oh, I'll check it out. I have not seen it. If you've watched all the new ones and the old originals, yeah. you'll go. Holy shit. Okay, this is Okay, cool. I'm going to check this so, out when I get home. You're, what you're is good. this? Is this streaming somewhere I can see It's just on YouTube. It's just on YouTube. All right, I'm going to look at it's it right a- when we get done with this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was going for a shock and all like, oh, yeah. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Nothing. man. <laughs> Nothing. So, so what, what do you tell, and, and I'm, I'm going to push this because this is kind of where I'm at, because I, I'm at that point that, I, I have a I have a coder. I have me that that I'm I work with just about anything Adobe creative wise, some other things. Um, but how do you how do how do you go to that level? Where, that, you know, you're wanting to put yourself out there, and you because because I'm at that point where I'm getting some good jobs. I'm starting to lock in clients, but it's not enough, and I yeah. need to get out onto a higher level of. You know, how, how do you tell somebody? Because I mean, I'm really serious. I, I coder, designer. I, I can face to face. We can talk all day, and I can talk it. To get mm-hmm. there is where I I'm I'm struggling. 
And I know yeah. other people that are I've seen pop up in here that are also watching that are also struggling business owners that's trying to work in that way. So what what's a good approach for just your 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 you're aiming in because like you're saying um you know some some people like uh I, you follow um future mm-hmm. uh he mm-hmm. f- phenomenal. I love watching his podcast. I love watching his 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 insight, but there's a couple people that he worked with that says making those emails, making those calls to random people. And and you, you probably will have literally hardly nobody that will feed back, but somebody will feed back. So, yeah. and you're kind of like, eh, you're not going to reply. 90% of the people will not reply to that. And then you have other people that are rocking it successfully saying, Hmm, right. I, this is how I do it. And I get people, I, I spend this much time every morning and I send out this many emails and I, I look for, you know, and they're pulling people like on, uh, probably the lead finder on LinkedIn or something yeah. like that to get their, yeah. their leads. And yeah. then there, you know, I, so it, I guess, you know, it's, again, it's not a set answer and I, you know, but kind of is a set answer. I, I got a kind yeah. of set answer for you. Share. Me. I mean, a, a me. lot of, a lot <laughs> of people are working too hard on things that don't scale. Okay. 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 And what I mean by that is, you know, if you're going to be doing the cold calling and the cold emailing and all that stuff, yeah, your response rate is going to be less than 3%. So yeah. for every 100 people that's about you what reach he said. out to, it's, yeah. it's about, I mean, it, it's what it's going to be. So if you're reaching out to 100 people and that's going to be a ton of work for you to find the information for 100 people to reach out to and deliver a message, and you're going to get less than three responses from that, mm-hmm. that's going to burn. Which is, out of the burn. three is probably most likely 95% negative. It is yeah, gonna, I mean, they're it's, not going to close. You're yeah. going to get three responses and they're going to say, remove me from your list. But yes. what, yes. Okay. Um, so don't focus on things that you can scale. Um, what I would tell everybody listening, and again, I really hope this is applicable to your normal listeners because I truly believe it is. Um, there's a person that I follow a lot in the business world. His name's Gary Vannerchuk. Um, he goes by Gary V and Gary V, uh, detailed out how you can take one piece of content like we're producing right now and you can chop it up and turn it into 70 pieces of content. Okay. (laughs) Now this is what you need to be focusing on. I don't do anything if it's not recorded. I don't. I don't sign up for anything. I've, I've had people say, hey, we want you to do this. I'm like, are you recording it? They're like, no. I'm like, yeah, I'm not there. Fuck that. That is not worth <laughs> right. my time. Because if it's not recorded, it's a tree falling in a forest and the 20 people that were there for that saw it and that's it. And I don't care about that. I don't want to do that all day long, right? So here it is. I'm a big believer in this. Fake it till you make it, dude. Fake it till you make it. Okay. Storytelling is everything. I can't mm-hmm. say that enough. When I launched this current business, the first thing I did was launch a podcast. That's the first thing I did. Why did I do that? Because I needed to make noise. Nobody's going to make noise about this. I need to make noise about this. I produced a podcast. I started chopping up every piece of that, uh, those podcast episodes into every bit of content I could to put onto LinkedIn primarily, sometimes Instagram, but LinkedIn is where my audience was. And I'm not kidding. Like that's a, that's a full job in and of itself. It is a full-time it. job, but you know what? As an entrepreneur, you do the things that you need yeah. to do for the business during the day. And at 6 p.m., you start editing your videos. And that's what you do. And you shut up and you don't complain because you don't <laughs> do big things in this world unless you work your ass off. Yeah. I'm right. sorry. It, you but like, to. if you yeah. think the world is going to give you any 
favors. Like, sorry, it's not. I don't owe you anything. Nobody you know owes you anything. Mm -hmm. You have to do everything that you want for yourself. Miranda's a fucking hustler. I know that. I see all the different things she has listed on her LinkedIn profile. She's a hustler. (laughs) I know this about Miranda, right? You have to do this for yourself. But that's what I did. You fake it till you make it. Let me tell you a real life story. Okay. When I was raising my money for my business, uh, we raised a pre-seed and that, that was a thing that happened to get us going. And then after we got going a year later, I needed to raise more money. That's how startups work. And I busted my ass to raise that money and I closed it and it was an emotional day. And I had told my audience on LinkedIn, I said, I'm going to be honest about this experience. You're either going to see this end in a, in a dramatic amazing ending where we get acquired and we're all billionaires and we buy a yacht and throw a party or I go bankrupt and I'm going to go bankrupt in front of you. And you're going to know the full story because entrepreneurship is tough and it's scary. And I don't want you to be deluded into thinking that this shit's easy because it's not, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Every day is hard, right? But we closed our seed round. I raised $500,000 and I woke up at three in the morning And I couldn't go back to bed because it took me six months to raise that money and to get to the closing day. It was a very emotionally taxing day. I turned to my wife. I said, I'm going into the office. I can't, I can't sleep. I go into the office and I hit record on my camera and I recorded a thank you video to my investors, to my audience, to everybody that had supported me the whole way. And I cried my eyes out like a little baby. And when I was done, I thought, I'm not posting this because this is too raw. This is just too much. And I'm a business (laughs) professional. I'm a CEO. I need to act the part. CEOs don't cry, right? This is baseball. We don't cry in baseball. (laughs) Baseball (laughs) don't cry, right? Right. But then 7 a.m. comes and I thought, all right, I've been sitting here staring at this for two hours. I'm going to post this. I posted the video. I sent one of my friends a, a message and I said, dude, wake up. Watch this. If this is garbage, tell me right now. I got to delete this before anyone sees it. (laughs) Before he woke up, I had 50 uh, 50 likes on it. It was spreading. LinkedIn is different than other social channels. 50 likes on something in like an hour is a really big deal on a channel like LinkedIn at the time. Right. Right. And the next thing I know, I get a phone call from somebody in California. And he says, I just watched your video. And I said, okay. And he goes, is that round closed? And I said, I don't, uh, yeah, we just closed it. And he goes, yeah, but you don't have like a follow on. And I said, what the hell is a follow on? What are you talking about? And he goes, well, there's always a follow on on a round. He goes, let me tell you something. He goes, uh, my business was acquired a couple of years ago. Um, I love to invest and advise with founders like you. You're raw, you're real. I want to bring some more money in. Talk to your lawyer, see if I can. Talk to my lawyer. I said, dude, what's a follow on? He goes, oh yeah, you got three months. You can raise more money if you want for the next three months. So well, why, why didn't you tell me this? Right. So I call him up. I said, it's still open. If you want in, you can be in. He goes, great. I'm going to bring some friends in. Okay. He brought some friends in. Other people saw that video. More people saw that video. I turned a $500,000 seed round into just over, it was like 1.3 million. Right. That's awesome. And it was all because of one stupid video where I was vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I was honest and I told a story that people could relate to. Okay. And I brought people into my world. 
And I brought people with money into my world that wanted to see me succeed. And that is what we are all trying to do. If you want to do something big in this world and you think you can do it by yourself, think again, you're going to fail. You are mm -hmm. going to fail. But if you want to do something big in this world and you're willing to listen to outside opinions and you're willing to change the way that you approach things because of the way that people tell you to, you will succeed because you will have an army of people behind you mm -hmm. that do not want to see you fail, right? And even if whatever you're doing does fail, it was a learning lesson and they got your back. I can't tell you how many of my investors have told me flat out, if this doesn't work, we're investing in you. We got you on the next thing and the thing after that because you're going to strike gold and we want to be there when it happens. It might not be this, but it'll be something. Get people that believe that about you and you will never worry again in this world, but you got to work your ass off because you got to prove that you're worth that. Right. That's awesome. That That is so cool. All right, dude, you just got like, that made this whole interview everything seriously <laughs> I, I mean I, you've, the whole, the whole I mean we talked beforehand just a little bit but I mean kind of got the idea of, but um, the insight the presentation the presentation is beautiful how, how it's laid out how to describe it what you got to do um, that, I mean it's just I mean really seriously I, it, it, that hit home in so many places it's amazing so that's awesome. It is awesome. So how are Holy we, Wyatt, on time? Oh shit. I just looked at the time. <laughs> We're way over. How We're way heck? over, yeah, but I, I do. We wrap up. I, that's I, what I do. <laughs> uh, sorry, Wyatt. That was uh, we were. No, like we started about ten or fifteen minutes late, so we're we're, oh, we're about, <laughs> we're we're about five minutes after. But we, okay. yeah, we could probably start wrapping up. Okay, okay. gotcha. All right, dude. <laughs> like seriously, um, I uh, will definitely be pulling on your strings and bugging you. <laughs> hit me up anytime, uh, for dude. Sure. Seriously, connect with me on LinkedIn. Hit me up anytime, and I'm always happy to uh, spend some time talking about this stuff. This is my, this is what I do. I love talking about this stuff, and I love to see people succeed. Um, and you know, people answer my questions when I have them, right? So I kind of feel like if other people have questions and I can answer them, I answer them. If I don't know the right answer, I introduce them to someone that can answer it better. Right. Um, but reach out to me anytime and anyone listening, you know, reach out to me, man. I've been there. I know your audience is, is musicians. I was a musician, man. Right. That's what I was going to do. My life was destroyed the day that I realized that I couldn't provide the way I wanted to and have the life I wanted to with music. That was what I wanted to do. Right. But I right. forged a different path and I couldn't be any happier than I am today. Um, and so if there's anybody looking for a little bit of advice, just hit me up, but you're going to have to create a LinkedIn profile. If you don't have one, that's where I live. Yeah. Um, and like Miranda said, if your day job is in sales and you're interacting with customers and you're sick of things getting lost in email attachments, and you want to make your customer's life easier and you want to infuse some personality into your sales, use my free version of my platform. Just come to my website and sign up for it. I won't charge you. It's free. It's free forever. It's not a free for 30 days. It's free forever. And then if you love it and your company loves it, then they can start paying for it for you. But if you want to use it for yourself, just use it. It's fine. Yep. You know? So anyway. Yep. But this has been awesome. awesome being on. I really honestly hope that your audience found some value in this because I, I know this is totally off topic for your it, normal it, episodes. It, it, it is uh, in some ways. And it's on 
in so many other ways. It, 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 yeah. uh, I kind of question, I, I'm be straight 100% because I was like, yeah. well, what the fuck does that have anything to do? Like, He's I'm like, down what to are talk. You doing, Miranda? I, I'm down to talk to him, but how does that fit in this world? What are we, what are we, yeah. you know, how are this going to work? But in, it, it fits in so many different ways in everything. So it definitely, you know, and I know we're, we're, we're on the clock and we've got to, we got to start shutting down. It, 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 it seriously, this could definitely be a follow up. Like mm-hmm. I, I, there's so much information you got and you know, there, you know, I, I kind of floor, I, I, I'm not usually speechless cause I, I talk shit or make fun or laugh, but now I'm a guy's like, damn, I gotta be serious now for a second. This is, you know, um, <laughs> I'm very, I'm very intrigued. But anyway, we're getting down hey. to our, I think, hold tight because we're going to do a little promo piece for when yeah. we're dropped on YouTube. Uh, yeah. And then we're going to go through our closing shenanigans. I so, love it. So, Miranda, thanks for inviting thank me. You so dude, much thank for you coming. so much. Thank dude. you so much, dude. I will definitely be talking to you more later. Seriously. <laughs> All right. We'll All be right back with you. Oh, my God. What a great interview. I know. What Man, you guys out there, you guys, I hope. You guys get out here and see this because I know so many people. I see, you know, Joe, Joe out there sitting there tagging everybody. Way to go, dude! Oh, I, know. I, I see Joe everybody uh, pushing. You guys, this this is seriously a really great eye opener for you guys and yes. how it's presented and how you know to look at things. And it's it's such great input for no matter what level of a business you are. If you're a musician trying to get your band to a level, if you're managing a band, if you're managing a company, a creative agency, uh, I, I was definitely really loved all this. So anyway, That's I'll awesome. go into our shenanigans. <laughs> hey, for anybody out there needing any podcast video needs, make sure to get a hold of Wyatt here at Wave One Media. He is killing it. He has so many options and prices and budget. It's great. Make sure you get a hold of Wyatt here at Wave One Media. He is killing it. Hey, and all this graphic design, the websites, the the illustrations, the motion graphics, anything you need designed, get a hold of me at JK Multimedia Productions. We uh, we will tell your story. That's so funny. He's still sitting there. That's on my website. You have to look at it. Like, how can we tell the next chapter of your story? So I love how he he incorporated that. That really pulled me even more in. (sighs) And then... Miranda Monday, yeah. raccoon hunter, networker, <laughs> manager of the deeds. <laughs> so make sure to get a hold of Miranda for all your managing networking. She is out hustling, talking to so many people and so many artists. Hey, if you got an artist that you want to see on our show, give us a call. If, if you want us to get a hold of somebody or you just want to find out, let us know. Absolutely. And, and we love talking to you guys. Make sure to reach out to any of the platforms we on. We love reaching out communicating with our fans and friends and, and really just, you know, sharing, you know, absolutely sharing is caring. sharing is caring. So make sure you guys get out there and share everybody's material, not just ours, you know, make sure to share Josh. If you're on LinkedIn, l- link up with them. If mm-hmm. you, you know, you got some other friends that you think his information can help share it. Uh, Josh will love to speak with them. Did you hear how well he talked? He talked for like hour and a half nonstop. It was bam. It was beautiful. He sold everything. Like I, if I had money, I would be like, dude, you got me, man. I'll buy it. I'm broke as hell. My kid's wrestling fund's gone, but here you go. So anyway, sorry, I'll keep blabbing if not. So um, make sure to, God, you got to have that in front of me so I can say it. Okay. Greg up with, 
I never can remember the the mark. Your guys up there. Oh, you, you, oh you, yeah. You forgot we were out for a few weeks. You I know. Say we were. It. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm gonna have to start getting that. So, yeah, guys, um, do be sure to check out the newest uh, episode that has dropped on all your social platforms. Yes. Uh, podcast platforms. This was whichever. episode 86. I had to go back and look. I think there's Is a few. It? Yeah, I thought we were closer to 90. But I think I was miss, missing a few. So this was episode 86. Wow. I'm All guessing right. we're going to be pushing around episode 90 by the end of the year. Yeah. That's not about right. So yep. maybe a little eh, 91, 92. Are we going to do another season? Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Hey, and that's it, guys. Yeah, guys, everyone, uh, you all have hated a Monday once, once or, or twice, twice in your life. So let, let Monday, Monday love, love you. you. See you guys. See you guys.